0: Straw Hut Media. Mm-hmm. I mean, I do control my daydreams randomly. I don't control the the really bad one because it just comes over me, and I have to think about it. I can't, I can't help it. But I mean, mm-hmm. I'm awake. And right. It's like ah, go away, go away. Um, I th- I don't know why. I just it's it's for years now. I think it's just like when I had kids. Once I had children, I had all these new fears. Yes, it's a whole new level of existence. <laughs> Every time I'm on a plane, I'm like, I'm never going to see my kids again. Or you know, it's
1: like. It is. It's a different thing. It's this, con- this constant underlying anxiety, but I like to look at it as love. Oh, just, it is. It is. Yeah, it going to turn it into, the, into love. Yeah. I
0: just don't want him falling out the freeway and dragging him. That would. <laughs>
1: what well, that would suck. That would be horrible.
0: <laughs> From Straw Hut Media. This is Brandy Glanville on the Hey everybody! Welcome to Grande Glendale Unfiltered. I'm sitting here with Lori Lohenberg. She is a dream analysis, an analyst, right? Yes. She's a um, frequent on Dr. Oz, The Today Show, okay. and today we're here. And she's also a pinup artist. Yes, I am. That's so
1: exciting. I made one for you. You did? Would you like to see it? I really do okay. want to see it. Oh my god! That's I'll so exciting. It. I didn't know if you were up for surprises. Oh my God. I love it. You made me pretty. Well, it wasn't oh, that hard to do. You gave do, me
2: a jawline.
0: I just definitely don't have, that is gorgeous. Oh, I don't have a shirt on. I love it. My tits are not as good as those tits, but this is amazing. Thank you. Thank you so much. I don't get presents very often. You don't. No, I love it. Do you want to see it? Did you already see that's, it? Uh, I love it. So good. All right. Hold on one second. I have to put it over here. I'm not going to look at it I'm going to put it this way so I don't look at it and I get distracted. <laughs> Thank you so much. That's You're so very sweet. welcome. So when did you start? And we're going to get into dreams and all of the fun stuff. But when did you start um, loving like, drawing pinup
1: art? Okay. Well, it's interesting because I came out of the whim drawing. I, I was drawing when I was two, you know. Um, but it wasn't. What happened was I started building my dream analysis career. And so I put my art to the side. Right. But all those years, all those 18 years, I kept getting these recurring dreams of fish dying, like going back to my childhood bedroom. And there'd be aquariums of fish that I had totally forgotten about. And they were all dead and some were dying. And I was getting this for years and years, and I figured it's probably my art that I'm neglecting and it's dying. And right. my subconscious is trying to tell me, you need to bring this back to life or it's going to be gone. Right. It's a part of you. Yeah. You know, what do they say? Use it or lose it. Oh, that's so true. And so I finally started drawing again, and the dreams have stopped. And literally within a year starting to draw again, I have a thriving pinup artist business. That's amazing.
0: I mean, I really think a lot of times we put our passions to the side in order to make money and do it yes. do or you know we have to we have to pay the rent and do all of yes. these things but we kind of forget ourselves in that process because exactly and it's so important. I feel like people that love their jobs, I'm so envious of them because that's the that's the best thing. You get to do what you love every day. I and a lot of people don't most people I know don't love what they that's do. That's true. Most don't yeah. So I mean I, I get a little envious of people that are like they love music or they can do art as a living. Mm-hmm. You know, I love I, I mean, I love to cook. I love to dance. I wish I could just do that to you know, make them. I don't know what I'm cooking and dancing in a kitchen. No, nope. no one's paying me to do that. But I think it's important to stay in touch with what you're passionate about.
1: Yeah, you have to feed your soul. Oh um, Yeah, that's good. Good. Thanks.
0: <laughs> so tell me about um Dr. Oz a little bit because I have a giant crush on him. Do
2: you?
1: I think um, everybody does, right? He calls me Tigress. <gasps>
2: mm?
1: Maybe he has a crush. No, he's married. He's married. <laughs> he's he's married. married. A very beautiful woman. He's super, super kind. I mean, what you see is what you get. Well, that's why he's
0: been around for so long. Yeah. I, I literally, everything that he says... I do it. <laughs> oh, good. <laughs> I don't watch him every day because I can't. But whenever he like says something, oh, we're not doing breakfast anymore. And there was this like, black coffee bean thing that he wanted. I don't know. I, I've just been on the train of doing whatever he says to do because I just trust him so much.
1: And it's benefited you, correct?
0: Yeah, it yeah, really cool. has. Yeah. No, I think that he's super smart. And
1: I just, I don't know. You can feel him through the TV a little bit. Well, I will tell you his audience, it's like a rock concert when he comes out. I mean, they, those, and it's 99% it women, 9% women <laughs> that guessing. love him. Oh, mm-hmm. I would not be surprised if next time I'm on, I see a bra fly across the studio. Wow. <laughs>
0: I mean, I think he, yeah, he kind of has that. Like, I, I don't, I always get crushes on my doctors. So, cause I feel like they know, oh, like, you know, there's like yes. that you're in good
1: hands or, you know, mm-hmm. I don't kinda know Kind of like why. when you get a crush on your professor. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. So I guess he's just my TV doctor crush. But um, so you're on you go on these shows and you you analyze the dreams for the
1: doctors or for other people for. Well, for example, when I go on with Dr. Oz, we talk about how your dreams are connected to your health and how your subconscious will give you clues about what's going on with your body through your dreams.
0: Hmm, Interesting. Yeah.
1: So, you know, when you're pregnant, your dreams will tell you before you're pregnant and that's happened to me. And uh, the like like some people will get a warning sign in their dream before they get the flu. Oh, wow. Or before you get struck with a migraine. Or before you fall, if you suffer from depression, a really common dream you'll get is the falling dream. Mm. And that's a warning your body's sending you. You're about to fall into another bout of depression. So surround yourself with people that make you laugh, go outside, do, you know plan yeah. for it.
0: That's tough. Yeah, I've had the I've had the falling dream many a times. <laughs> I actually had a dream and this is it's I I mean I don't know obviously you can't control your dreams. It's just mm. incredibly morbid I think because I'm been watching the news and all these sad things have been happening. Yeah. And I keep on thinking about all day I think about like um Kobe Bryant's wife and her kids.
1: Oh, I know. So
0: I feel like so now I'm having these morbid dreams that Jake is falling off a building. Like <sighs> My son, he's twelve. Oh,
1: geez. So
0: okay. I'm like, oh my god! Like, what? I'm just, right. I'm trying to catch him. Like, and I, I, the dream is over and over again, and I try to catch him, but we both slam into the ground. Oh my. Okay. Yeah.
1: When did they start? Just recently, a couple of days ago. A couple. Okay. Good. So yeah. we should be able to connect this to something that's been going on right now, and I think it goes more deeper within you than Kobe Bryant. That may. I, mean, be- I don't. I didn't even know him. I just feel like as a mom.
0: I couldn't, um, I mean, if something happened to one of my kids, I'd be in a straitjacket.
1: Yes. Yeah. Okay. So this sort of dream where something terrible is happening to your child is actually very common for parents. I'm like, wait, am I just sick in the head? No, you're not. You're actually very, very normal. Oh, good.
0: I'm like, <laughs> Why am I so morbid? And these
1: dreams happen when our child is going through some sort of big change or milestone. And it marks, do you recall in these dreams, is there actual death? or No. I, so I'm
0: here, there's a building, it's this low building, but he's wearing a white t-shirt and I go over and I, I catch him, but like the impact of we're on the ground, but we're not dead.
1: Oh, okay. You catch him. So he's up
0: and falls. I don't know if I, like I went to catch
1: him and Mm -hmm. then we're both on the ground. I don't know if I actually catch him. Okay. Is there anything going on with him right now where you feel you need to step in? Um, He's, he's battling
0: dyslexia, which he's come a long way. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is about to be 13, and there's girls and all of that. And I like I, I do fear like I'm losing my
1: baby. Does he have a girlfriend right now or someone interesting? Yes, he
0: has a girlfriend. So uh, like a crush. You know how like the yes. 12-year-old, yeah, yeah. Like, he's like, that's my girlfriend, but she might not know it.
1: <laughs> okay, this might be it because you want to catch him when he falls, Meaning you may be concerned he's going to get bad news in regards to her or you're preparing yourself for the inevitable when a relationship fails and you want to be there to catch him. Okay, good. Because I'm like, why, 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 Jake? And why why is this happening? And, And you know, the reason why the building isn't so high is because he's so young as far as building himself. Okay, got so it. as he gets older, the building will get higher.
0: Yeah. Oh no, this I definitely won't <laughs> be able to catch him. I was thinking, wait, I was thinking all of these things. Um, I've had some uh, other interesting, really weird dreams. Um, last night I took Nyquil, so I'm not going to even count last night's dream oh, because no I felt like hammer. <laughs> I was like, what does that even in in the moment it made sense, but it doesn't make any sense this morning. Um, Nyquil really
1: messes with my head. Nyquil is crazy. It will. <laughs> There's several medicines out there, prescription and over-the-counter, that will give you really fucked-up dreams.
0: Uh, Ambien, fucking, are you joking? I had (laughs) – I couldn't – I was trying to wake myself up. I was addicted to it for like a year when I was married. I couldn't sleep without it. And I would wake up. I would be in these dreams where I'm going through a force and I'm trying to wake myself up. And I'm like, wake up. I'm shaking myself to wake up and I can't wake up. And then Eddie will be like the next day, my ex-husband – He's like, you are crazy last night. We had the worst fight ever, and I have zero recollection of it. Oh,
1: okay. So you developed a parasomnia from it. I don't know it. what the
0: hell it was, but I was like, I cannot take this pill anymore. so
1: interesting to me to hear these stories because people, there's something about Ambien that causes people to develop parasomnias where they do strange things in their sleep. They have no recollection of like sleep driving, sleep sex, sleep eating. There's a, a story I recall of this woman who made, got up. And made a shake out of butter and cigarette butts. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I know. Ew, oh, I'm just a gag. I'm very gaggy oh, oh, oh. A shake, yum. Mm-hmm. That's a heart attack waiting to happen. Oh, like but can't oh, yuck. Okay, so that was yeah, that was then, but I realized my dog sneezing everyone. We have a special guest star today, and Buddy is back. So he if you hear him crying, looking. um, what do you think what is like the most what is a dream that most of us have? Like a normal kind of going through life kind of mm-hmm. dream, like a crisis, like not the falling dream for depression, because I've done that a million times, but just a dream that you think everyone kind of can relate to and
1: have probably has had that means something. Okay. Yeah. So there, there's about probably about 20 that are really common across the board for all humans. Okay. And let me know if you get any of these. Okay. Have you had the teeth falling out dream? A
0: long time ago. A long, long time ago. People have had, yeah, what does that mean?
1: Okay, so anything having to do with your mouth in a dream, your lips, your teeth, your tongue, your throat area is going to be connected to the way you communicate. Teeth will represent your words. And so if you get the teeth falling out dream frequently, that's a good indication you're the type of person that doesn't have a filter. (laughs) 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 Says things without thinking about it first. Says something that fell out of your mouth and that you wish you could put back in. Yep. The opposite end of that. Teeth dream is where the teeth are crumbling or cracking. I haven't had that. That's the one I get.
0: Okay. So like you want to speak and you can't?
1: Well, yeah, it's a weak speech. So I'll get that dream when, you know, I didn't hold up my end of an argument or I don't feel like I made my point strong enough or I just didn't, you know, get across what I wanted to say. Interesting. And what about, I used to have this dream um,
0: where I couldn't dial a phone number. Okay. Yeah. Like often, that one was so frustrating. I would be trying,
1: trying, trying, and you, they just wouldn't connect. Yes. So that is a very common one. So your phone dreams are going to be about the way you're communicating with someone else, and when you can't get the phone number, a real, a really common one is: Have you ever had the one where you try to dial nine one one?
0: No. Okay. I'm
1: trying to dial a number and I can't dial it. Okay. So that is because at the time you were. Someone you felt just was not getting you. You couldn't reach them. <laughs> For sure. Major communication issue. Oh, no, that makes sense. I, and, you know, we'll say when you really get someone, you know, I got your number. Yes, you everyone know? does that to me and they do. <laughs> everyone has a number. If
0: they want a reaction, they know exactly where to go on me. I'm like, fuck you. And then I'm like, ugh. And I keep on trying to change my number, but I can't. So <laughs> it's annoying. Yeah. But so there's that. What What are some other common ones? And then we'll get into two dreams that I've had that are. I don't understand.
1: Okay. So the being chased one is really common. Have you had that one? I don't think so. Okay. That's good. That's a good sign that you don't get it. And this is another common recurring one, and it is connected to avoidance. So you'll get this dream when there's something in real life you're avoiding. You're procrastinating, or maybe you need to have a confrontation with someone and you just don't want to do it. And if you're the type of person that just ignores, ignores, and ignores and hopes it eventually yeah, goes away. Not me. <laughs> is it? Yeah. So not me. I'm, surpri- I'm not surprised you don't get it. So. You know, that's the way your subconscious is telling you you got to stop running from this situation, you got to stop running from this behavior, correct it, nip it in the bud, deal with it, get it over with. And when you change that behavior of avoidance, then the dream stops.
0: Now, how did you learn to analyze these dreams? Like, how what is that learning process?
1: Okay, so it's I studied Jung, um, uh, yeah, Carl Jung, um, he was the protege of Freud. Oh, wow, yeah, so Freud's, um, theory on dreams was that everything is repressed wanton desires and every symbol in your dream is somehow connected to your genitals oh yeah, yeah all right <laughs> so uh, Jung was his protege but Jung really got it he realized that dreams are really all about you everything in your dream oh goodness <laughs> are we done
0: Butter, sorry my dog's having a cough
1: attack <laughs> there's a lot of dust in here actually Sweet, though. Okay, so everything in your dream is about you. You know, every character in your dream, um, every action in your dream, everything is connected to you and right now. Okay. Okay, so I studied dream psychology based on that theory and doing a comparative analysis between the content in your dream at night and what happened in your previous day. So there's always a connection. What happens today is going to affect what you dream tonight. Okay. So, for example, can,
0: but can you bring dreams on? like if you start to think about things, like can you can you like, because last night I was just hoping that I'd have a great dream and I was thinking mm-hmm. of different things I didn't dream about any of it. No, because I really wanted to have a really good dream because my
1: dreams are kind of lame. but so can you decide what you want to dream about and then dream it? Yeah, okay, yeah, you can. Okay. It's called dream incubation, but I like to call it dreaming on demand. Well, that's cute. <laughs> Thanks. so it's it's what. You are on the right track. If there's something you want to dream about, you know, maybe there's a problem with your mother-in-law and you want to figure out how to deal with her through your dreams. Or maybe you just want a really sexy dream with Brad yes. Pitt or someone. Yeah, okay. Him, but, so yeah. you want to obsess about it all day long. Have it on your mind all day long. So what's on your mind the most is what you will dream about. You know, keep a picture of Brad Pitt on your desk. If you know what cologne he wears, put it on your pillow, watch a movie, talk about him. And then as you drift off to sleep, you want to play out the scenario in your mind. And then when you wake up, you want to be able to remember the dream because you could get it, but not remember right. it. A, lo- a lot of times I'm like, I don't think I had a dream last
0: night. You know, like I told Ron like, I don't have a lot of them, but I remember
1: Right. So you do dream every night, every 90 minutes throughout the night we dream. And so on a good night's sleep, you can get five or more dreams. And the thing is, you're just not remembering them. So what you want to do to remember the dreams is when you wake up, whether it's in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom or you're waking up for good in the morning, you want to stay in bed. He likes Yeah, (laughs) I think he likes you. You have a new pet. Um, So you want to stay in bed for like three to five minutes before you jump up and start your day. And most importantly, you want to stay in the exact same position you woke up in because that's the position you were dreaming in. Okay. If you move, it's like unplugging yourself from the dream you were just in.
0: Yeah, I feel... No, that is so true because I've realized that I've turned over and I'm in the middle of like a really good or really interesting dream and you can't get it back. Like I've tried to get it back because I'm not really sound sleeper. I have to have noise on. I have to, you know, really dark and all of these things. I'm a very light sleeper. So any little thing I can wake up from. Mm -hmm. And I was once I was on a boat and the waves were really, and I don't like water. The waves were really like treacherous. Like the boat was like all over the place and we were all hanging on. And I I wanted to know what happened because I thought we were going to die. And I turned over and I lost it
1: yeah so there's that mind-body connection so you got to you know stay connected to where your body was so like if you get a really good dream and then you have to go pee try to get back in that same position okay and then you know start thinking about it so Uh, at the time of that dream were you dealing with a very rocky relationship I think um
0: probably my entire life um yeah, yeah. I mean, there's I have a ton of stress in my life, and relationships, yes, maybe not romantic, but yes, I mean, there's always something happening. Because
1: ships can represent a relationship. Oh, got it. Oh, that's mm-hmm. cute. And water in dreams will typically reflect your emotions. <laughs> I was crying a lot. Oh, <laughs> Yeah, that's maybe what it is.
0: And you were afraid you were going to die in the dream? Yeah, I thought we were, like, I don't like water. And like my biggest fear is a plane. I, I don't like heights in water. So if a plane crashed into water, that is my biggest fear. Like mm. all in one. And then I got mm. eaten by a shark. They're all three fears in one. Oh. Huh. <laughs> in one like scenario. Those are my big. That's why I don't go in the ocean because of the sharks. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I'm not a great swimmer, but <laughs> Brian's laughing at me. I just don't. <laughs> they scare me. Like they, there's sharks in the ocean. They,
1: yes, yeah. there are and that i mean that, so why would anyone go in <laughs> well i just don't like the sit- stickiness yeah it's know. yucky and then yeah. the sand in places it yeah it's gross makes me feel dirty i
0: like a, a nice pool with yes. a view of the
1: ocean yeah no, yeah right. feel
0: you yeah that <laughs> sand drives me nuts yeah it really does yeah um so let's get into one dream that i what are you doing right
1: <laughs> he hit the spot that makes his right. leg go
0: <laughs> but he's having his own. he's like he's the star of the show today <laughs> um, okay so I okay so this is an ex of mine and we had a very long tumultuous relationship and I literally um, completely forgot what it was like to even have sex with him because I hated him so much mm-hmm. it was like I grew up with this guy who was like 17 i was 17 my first real relationship okay and i hated him so much from everything i went through i kind of blocked it all out and i was like Hmm. just really hate you know to hate and i don't hate anyone you have to have feelings that are strong to hate Mm -hmm. and so out of the blue i do not know why i thought of him the other night and i was dreaming about him like trying he's like no we can have we can have sex now it's fine we can have sex now and i'm like i wanted to but i was so mad and I wouldn't, but I was super turned on. And he kept mm-hmm. trying. And I was like, I wouldn't leave the situation, but I just stayed there and kept saying no. But I was like, didn't want to say no. Mm-hmm. But nothing really happened. But it was a good dream. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't, like, I haven't thought about this guy. I mean, I really, like, I I really just don't like him. I, he was so disrespectful to me. And I don't even understand why I would have a sexual dream about someone I
1: dislike that much. And how long ago did you have the dream? Oh, my gosh. Uh, Not that long ago, a couple weeks ago. Okay, good. So it's recent, so we should be able to connect it to something. So in the dream, he's trying to get you to have sex, and he's telling you it's okay. Yeah, it's okay now. It's okay now. Okay, that's big. Look at your dreams as a conversation with yourself, and whatever you're told in a dream is something you're telling yourself. So through him, he represents something uncomfortable for you, something that... what. What three words would you use to describe him? Pain, <laughs> hmm. anxiety, heartbreak. Okay. So he represents that. He's, your subconscious has given form to those and given him to represent that. And you're telling yourself something's okay now. A couple weeks ago, can you think of anything that maybe you finally let go of or that you're getting close to being okay with? Something painful? Mm, I mean, I, f- I feel like we,
0: Ryan and myself, we've been doing an audiobook, my first one, and we, it's kind of reliving my past with my ex husband and my divorce and okay. all that. And like mm-hmm. we had to go back and relive it, but it wasn't that boyfriend, you know? But we finished the audiobook. Just recently, and it was okay. like, oh, I'm so happy that's done. Huh. And well, like, so it
1: was cathartic for
0: you. Um, yeah, it was for sure. I mean, it was tough to go back. It was tough to relive it all. But now I kind of can laugh at it, and you know. But like a you know, it's done, it's, it's been, okay, yeah, now. it's fine. I, you know, I don't feel that way anymore, yeah, and it's nice.
1: But the dream was about my ex boyfriend, okay, because he, he was your first time you felt those feelings, yes, so he will forever personify those feelings. Such a dick, <laughs> I hope he knows. Oh, he does. Oh, good. Oh, I let him know. <laughs> Are <Good>. you joking? <laughs> that fucker. Ugh. Yeah. So next time he shows up in a dream, ask yourself what is causing you to feel that same way. All right. I been I think it I mean, now that I'm thinking about it, the audiobook was really
0: it was a, a giant weight lifted when it was finished. And it was really hard to do with a lot of crying, a lot of laughing, a lot of screaming. Hmm. So maybe that maybe that there's some kind of correlation there.
1: Yeah, I think that that was healing. And through the dream, your subconscious is telling you it's okay. Now you went through this pain again. But now it's okay. Oh my gosh, it's so crazy that men or you know a significant other can
0: actually cause these 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 heartbreaking emotions. Yeah. It's insane that you. It, I I wish I could turn off my like emotions. It's I, re- yeah. I really do sometimes. It's I'm exa- I exhaust myself. But it lets you know you're alive. I know. It's true. Mm -hmm. I always say like, oh, I just want to cry. If I cry, at least that means I care. and I'm not dead inside.
1: Yeah, Like if someone can make me
0: cry, but that's really sad too. (laughs) But I'm like, am I doing this just to make myself cry? I'm crazy. Like nuts. Like I can talk myself into being heartbroken and more upset about something than I am. Mm. Like with a boyfriend. The
1: story you tell yourself is...
0: More powerful than what actually happened. Jeez, you're right. Because I I created, like, I was madly in love with this French guy. And I was like, but I wasn't. But I was so heartbroken. Then I started going crazy, like, texting him 100 times mm. a minute, calling him. Like, I was nuts. It was insane. I was out of control. And we weren't even, <laughs> I didn't even, like, I wasn't even in love with him. I loved him. The I, idea of him, maybe. Yeah, I just, I talked myself into being nutty like crazy and like mm-hmm. I was crying all the time and then and the relationship was not that serious hmm. I don't know why it, it must was just, have been just the idea but I hadn't seen that side of me the crazy side in 10 years so I put the crazy away so I was like oh maybe it's just gone but it's not <laughs> <laughs> good news guys I know why guys always want to see the crazy side of us
1: because in in there's an old saying that rings pretty true that the crazier the woman is, the better she is in bed. Yeah. <laughs> think that's think <laughs> that's why all guys are like, oh, you're nuts.
0: And I'm like, oh, yeah. I mean, it's there for sure. But I just, I, I don't understand why, like, guys, they kind of get off on it. Like, oh, sh- yeah. that bitch is crazy. And they're like madly in love with me. You know what I mean? It's like, yes. okay. It's very interesting. But I'm glad to know that I still have that nut mess in my head. But I'm also glad that I can put it on a shelf, you know?
1: Yeah. And, you know, your dreams will help you compartmentalize in that way. And we'll bring up, like, for example, that X. Yes. Um, we'll bring that up at a time when you need to remember that so that you can utilize your lessons from that right now. Right. That's why we'll dream of things from 10, 20, 20. 30 years ago, all of a sudden show up. It seems random, but it's not. It's because yeah. there's something going on now that feels the same. And so your subconscious says, remember this? We learned from this. We need to utilize this lesson yeah, our now. brains are – I was telling Ryan because we spend a lot of time together. Um,
0: I feel like our brains are so much more powerful than we yeah. think. I mean because I can think of something. I don't want to say it because it's kind of gross. So I can think of something and my body will like literally – go into doing what i'm thinking of without the help that i needed from something else. It's a long story. Like uh, autopilot. Yeah, so okay. I don't I'll tell you after cuz it's gross and i'm not okay. a gross person. <laughs> I can't. Yeah, but i feel like we can condition ourselves in like i know exactly my my wake up every day at 6:13. Like and i oh, look at the clock yeah, every hour on too. the hour. You know what yes. i mean? And it's mm-hmm. just because i've 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 conditioned myself to do that. Mm-hmm. Like, that's just what it is. And I look at the clock every hour. As in, And I know I always finish this, like, right at, like, 43 minutes. It's just that natural clock in my mm-hmm. brain. But there's other things as well. And I just feel like we don't tap into all of what we could with, like, the powers of our brains.
1: Yes. Yeah, you're 100% correct. Um, I was just doing KTLA. And we were talking think- about that, how... You know, that the dreaming mind, which is basically your subconscious communicating with you in pictures and stories. Um, it's you talking to yourself about you and giving you the message tailor-made for you that you need right now. And it's such the subconscious mind, the dreaming mind is the most powerful part of who we are. There is nothing wiser than your subconscious. All your answers are built right in. You know, you can go to a therapist and they can help draw the answers out for you, but everything you need to know that is best for Brandy is inside Brandy Mm -hmm. and your dreams will present them to you. Now,
0: what about daydreams? Because I control those a little bit, Mm -hmm. um, but I'll go, I have them all day long and sometimes I'll even talk to myself, which is not, it's crazy, but it's like I can daydream about what I want to daydream about, but Mm -hmm. I I, I have them. Is that is that something that we need to pay
1: attention to or yes. Um and you know the difference is that you're leading where it yeah. goes as opposed to a nighttime dream that's sh- right, <laughs> <Yeah>. own. <laughs> so you can use your daydreams and the way you control your daydreams to better control what you dream at night. Interesting. So if – like your daydreams, do they – do you tend to drift off into like worst case scenarios or do you tend to drift off into things that make you feel good? So it depends. I have a lot of morbid daydreams hmm.
0: because I I just think it's – I've always had these daydreams. Like they're really morbid. Like – Like being on a freeway and my kid's, you know, leaning against the door of the car and his weight's on there. And all of a sudden the door opens and I'm dragging him on the freeway and the skin is coming out. Yes, I'm telling you they're morbid. (laughs) Wow.
1: I know. Okay. So what do you do with that when it's when your brain starts going there? I try to stop it. Like, oh,
0: stop, just stop. Like, I just, I will turn on the radio, make myself sing. I just, but. Do you take
1: control of like pulling the car over and. No. Wonder one womaning up and saving it's like, him? It's such a quick thing. Like, I just like so fast
0: that I can't stop it. And it's over when it's over. But I, th- I think I think about it just when something triggers me with my kids. Because, you know, I have them week on, week off. Mm-hmm. And I miss them so much when yeah. they go to their dads. Mm-hmm. And so I think I just worry about the unknown. Like, because I'm not there to control it. Because in my car, it's like seatbelts, this, that. I'm, I'm, I'm the boss of everyone, you know? So... I, it's out of my hands on the week that they're with their dad.
1: Is that when you get those? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Maybe it's the fear of losing them permanently. It is, as, for sure. Yeah, as opposed to just for a week or so. No, it's it's for sure. So you want to that. start retraining your brain. Okay. I okay. need to because
0: I don't like those. They're not fun. Are you into journaling? I write a lot. Um I don't, I don't know if I would call it journaling, but I write stuff down every night.
1: Okay, I write good. on receipts
0: in my car when I think of something that I think is Oh, good, good, good. Amazing. So you're already ready to do yeah. this.
1: So yeah, and do this at night before you turn turn out your light and go to sleep. Whatever anxiety daydream, you know, happened to you that day, <clears throat> write it down and then write out how you would change it. This is how you're going to retrain your brain <clears throat> to take control of it. So, you know, if if your son falls out of the car and you're dragging him, then be creative. You know, what would you do? How could you change it? Pull it over, check on, oh, he's okay. He just, you know, scratched up his arm. You know, retrain it so that it's a softer situation and that you take control of it and that everything's okay. And do that every single time you have one of those. Every night, do that. Because I feel like I... I, I, I I mean, obviously I'm awake and I'm
0: in control. So I bring that onto myself. Like, I'm just like, oh, why did I have that morbid, morbid fucking thought?
1: Like, it's so disturbing. So that part feels like it's not in control because it seems to pop up out of nowhere. But you are giving it to yourself Mm -hmm. so you can take control of it by changing it. So so the more and also be repetitive with it. Do it every single night. And even if it's the exact same scenario, rewrite it. It's always because the repetitiveness of it is retraining is you're reprogramming your subconscious computer because those thoughts are coming from the subconscious. So eventually your subconscious will get the message and they will stop. That's so interesting. And what about do you believe in manifesting?
0: Like, yes, Okay, me too. I really think that if you put it out into the universe and you really think it's going to happen and you stay positive on it. Like you can make things happen. Yes, you can. Absolutely. One hundred thousand oh, percent. yay! Because like, if we are like, OK, whatever, Brandy, I'm like, no, say <laughs> it. Put it
1: out into the world like it's going to happen. We're doing this. There, yeah. There's there's a difference between just thinking about it and hoping about it. The physical act of declaring it. Yeah. Like the physical act of writing it down. These things are like pressing enter on your subconscious computer and it it somehow makes it happen. Yeah. Right, I, I don't. It, I really believe in it, I and do I too. and my my
0: best friend does as well. But like people, there's a lot of Debbie Downers around here. <laughs> like, oh, come, on. Mm-hmm. you know what I mean. People are like, oh, that doesn't not not does mean anything. Like, I feel like that misery loves company. Yes, it does. Yeah, and I I'm not miserable. I really like to be happy. It makes me happy. I only want to be around happy people. Um, but you know, there's there's people that don't believe in anything, and that doesn't yeah. work. And then in and poor me, and it's like the people that are always saying poor me are the people that drive me insane. Girl, <laughs> same.
1: <laughs> oh, you get you what you put out. Exactly. You, know? you, you
0: will get back what you put out mm-hmm. and and it's just it's like a broken record. I can't, I have to I did like 86 a friend because I couldn't. Yes, hear has had anymore. to do that
1: too. I
0: was like I you know, I'm not a therapist and I can't hear this over and over and over again. You're It'll making it over you. It did. Yeah. I was like okay, no more i yeah. out, but no, it's it's definitely true. I think our brains are so powerful, and mm-hmm. we we just we haven't tapped into how to use them. Like you have, obviously, more than anyone, but and well, more than all the people that don't know how to analyze dreams and everything. But I feel like there's there's got to be some sort of class or something where we can just open our minds and really tap into it.
1: Well. Working with your dreams is pretty much doing that because you're, you're working with and communicating with the other side of your mind. Okay. And so once you start, and since you are into writing things down, start keeping a dream journal along with a day journal. Okay. So here's, here's what I suggest. You get your journal, and then at the end of the day, you write down your day on the left side. Can you do it on the computer or is that not the same? Because I, I generally, when I write, I type. You okay. can if the okay, like if you do it in word and then you know how in word yeah. you can put go up two in. different pages. Mm, I'm not great with. computer. Okay. <laughs> well, just hear me out and see okay. if you if you okay. feel like doing this. okay. okay, so on on the left side, you write down your day. um what troubled you the most, the outstanding emotion, um, the most exciting thing, what you talked about. Write that down on your left side and go to sleep. And then when you wake up in the morning and you're going to stay in the same position you wake up in and give yourself three to five minutes, you're going to capture that dream or dreams and write them down on the Mm. right side because your dreams are commentary on your previous day. So then when you have them side by side, you can connect the dots and you can see how that that fight with your ex-husband sure does seem like that bear that was attacking you in your dream last night right 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 and then the dream will also not just reflect it it will give you a better more brutally honest depiction of what really happened so people that don't want to know don't
0: try to like i feel like there's people out there that they lie to themselves they start to believe their own lies and that's like kind of if they do this, they're going to have a really big truth. Like it's going to be a yeah, it's
1: got rude awakening. it's <laughs> yes, A rude awakening. I feel like yes. a lot of people
0: should be doing this. And yeah. you know who you're out there. Annoying people.
1: Knock it off. Yeah.
0: Come on. <laughs>
1: yeah, so so dreams are brutally honest, and that's why sometimes our dreams are so disturbing because yes. they're forcing us to face what is most disturbing in our real life. And as we go about our daily life, you know're we're, we're busy working. we're taking care of the kids, we're grocery shopping, and we're just putting these difficult things we don't want to deal with out of our mind.. Right. But then when you go to sleep and your outside world falls away and you're you go deeper and deeper into yourself, your subconscious will f- make you face it. And right. say, look, and that's where the nightmare comes in. We get nightmares because they're connected to our most difficult issues that we aren't—we're either mishandling or ignoring. Okay. And so the subconscious will slap us with the nightmares. say, wake up. This has to be corrected.
0: That's you why know. I don't get nightmares very often. So I'm oh, thankfully only well, when you I was seem on to ambient. handle it. When yeah, yeah. I mean, like I—I I get the ones about the water on the boat. It's like you know that I don't consider that a nightmare so much. It was just like. All of my fears, and you know, in one mm-hmm. little place. But no, I haven't had my my son used to get night terrors when he oh, was really. Little. Yeah. How
1: did okay? How did you deal with that? Oh my because God. those are awful so hard.
0: It was like we we had to remove so much. That we had to paint the walls. Remove. He would it, there was a giraffe stuffed animal in his room. We called uni mm-hmm. and it was like the uni and we took the uni out a long time ago. Like he was so afraid of this really cute stuffed giraffe. that was giant. And he's like the uni. Then we removed the uni every like night in the middle of the night and he would just want to come in our bed and he would scream the uni, the uni. And like it was it went on for two years. Wow. And now Did he's it, like the most mellow child of all
1: time. Was he, when he was in the midst of a night terror, was it hard to wake him up? Was it like a lot of screaming? Before yes, you a lot, finally, a ton of screaming. No. Yes. It's, it's so much worse for the parent than oh it is God, for I the child. Because most of the time, the child doesn't remember the dream that was causing them such terror. He would just say uni and I'm like, oh, or the, the, the giraffe. <laughs> so for for those parents out there that do have children that are suffering from night terrors one trick that seems to be effective that a, a lot of people recommend sounds terrible but it's not splash water in their face they throw a glass of water at them the water not the glass no, I could say, well, little, that might be abuse
0: but it's aggressive i like it uh, i can do that to my kids now Sixteen and thirteen little shits.
1: Yeah, it seems
0: harsh to throw water in their face, or but like a it wet washcloth like,
1: them out of it.
0: All right, that's a little like it's aggressive, even for me, and I like aggressive things. But no, it's. I think that I'm. I'm just so blessed. I didn't have night terrors or anything like that. But with the kids, it you yeah, like you're so. What what brings them out of it? Why do they go away?
1: That see, they're still individual. a mystery. Right. We're not sure why they happen. Um, it seems to be a blip in the brain rhythm. You know, when we go to sleep, we go through all these different phases of sleep, different stages of sleep. And with each stage, your brain rhythms are working at a different frequency. Um, and so you go through, you know, all the stages and then jump back to alpha and then go through all the stages again, jump back to alpha. They think that it's, it's, it's not a smooth transition in the brainwave patterns that causes the night terror. Hmm, interesting. it's still a mystery though I don't oh. know if I buy that right I mean I think how would you really I mean I guess you have you to can, just study them, yeah but study every, the there's brain like, it's, hard. it's subjective it's, because everyone's different exactly. right exactly um, and it also tends to be hereditary hmm, interesting well on that note tell us how we can
0: <laughs> find you on
1: social media <laughs> and
0: get your book and all
1: of the good fun stuff Yeah. so you can find me um, on Twitter I'm at Laurie Lowenberg it's hard to spell L A U R I L O E. Just start typing it and it'll come up. Yeah. Um, and on Instagram, you can see my pinup art. Oh yeah, yes, I'm I'm at Laurie L A U R I. I have so many. <laughs> she I have forgot. to. <laughs> she forgot her name. <laughs> oh. No, it's hard. I get it. Pin-up, right? oh. Okay, I'm at Laurie the pinup artist. So Laurie underscore pinup artist. Just start typing it. It'll pop up. And then my website is LaurieLowenberg.com. If you just start typing Dream Expert on Google, I'm like the first one. Nice. I love being the top.
0: The top yes, brandy or the top I Laurie. Am the top in Woo! the SEO Dream yes. the Expert World. We are tops. <laughs> All right, we'll be back. <laughs> Bye. Next up in the pod is my dear friend anesthetic aesthetic nurse to the stars, nurse Christina Kitsos. We'll be talking about the latest in beauty all of the new trends the thread lifts that everyone seems to be doing how we're getting out of doing plastic surgery and into less of invasive procedures Um, anyway we're going to talk everything about it i love her you guys will love her she'll be in next right after the break Welcome to Brandy Glenville Unfiltered. I'm <laughs> sitting here with one of my dearest friends, Nurse Chrissy Kitsos.
2: Hello. Oh, okay, well,
0: now we're calling her Nurse Christina Kitsos. For Instagram purposes. Yeah, for Instagram. So you can find her at um, Christina Kitsos with K's. With K. Yes, on Instagram. She's always doing something super fun and new. You're always, my, Both. by the way, both of our dogs are here. She brought Lily <laughs> and I have Buddy. Lily just finished being in heat and Buddy just tried to attack her. Right. Not in a good, not in a sexual way. Like, you know, no. I want to kill you way.
2: Yeah, but I think he kind of wanted her a little bit. Yeah,
0: like he's into rough sex, he? right?
2: He was yeah. like, "Oh, oh i get that." <laughs> oh, Lily, <laughs> actually, she has an Instagram also. Little Lily the Cavalier.
0: Oh my! Yeah, Lord. and I'm sure he, I'm
2: sure your dog follows her. Yeah, I, I'm,
0: <laughs> I'm guessing, especially after today, he will. Oh, for, for sure. Well, sure. the only way I can keep up with you lately is to look at your Instagram because you no. are the queen of aesthetic nursery
2: Nurs- nursing nursing. How do you say it? Nursing nursing. <laughs> Aesthetic medicine, aesthetic nursing, injectables, all that kind of stuff. All the pretty, all the good, fun stuff. Right.
0: Not anything bad at all. So all the threads. And I was talking about you last week because I was like, oh, my face is falling. I think I want to do a thread lift. And then Ryan and I, he's like, what's a thread lift? Oh, a thread lift. Yes. Thread
2: lifts are amazing. Actually, I was just in Texas, in um, Tyler, Texas, last Wednesday, teaching a doctor over there and his whole staff how to do thread lifts. Because you went to Korea. I went to Korea. I went to Hong Kong, Japan. Japan, and um, Thailand, and they are so much more advanced than we are when it comes to um, different aesthetic treatments. So threads are for la- It's, it's, the material is dissolvable sutures. So yeah. dissolvable sutures have been around for thir- over 35 years. So say, they're like used boob jobs yeah. and all that, oh, right? Cardiac surgery, pediatrics. So when people ask if they're safe, I'm like, uh-huh. yes, cuz yeah. any surgery you get is going to have these dissolvable sutures. Well, the smart, I think it originated in South Korea. Those really brilliant South Koreans realized that when you put these sutures under the skin, they create a, like, a little bit of volume, a little bit of scar, scar tissue. tissue. Um, and so why not put them in in like a, a hashtag or a scaffolding, right? Mm-hmm. So you put them in like in a matrix. So I don't know if you've ever like hold, held a piece of gauze before, oh, but a absolutely. piece of gauze has a bunch of threads, right? And if you try to rip a piece of gauze, it's, strongest. it's so strong. Yeah. But when you pull one of those threads out, And you try, it's super easy to rip, right? So it's kind of like, you know, you're stronger together kind of thing. So put them all in together in a really even kind of a hashtag pattern. And then you're creating like an internal scaffolding in the skin. As those threads dissolve little by little in all of the spaces, your body is creating collagen in and around it. Then the threads are going to dissolve. Now your body has like this internal scaffolding or like, for lack of a better term, jaw bra, oh, right? Yes. So you put them in your jaw. It's That's tightening I mean. it up. It's it's you know it's slight. It's not a facelift, but it's definitely enough that. Shows really amazing improvements, and now we're doing it on the neck, on the abdomen. We did my knee. Like if
0: yes. you guys want to see some of her threading work, if you go on her Instagram and click threading at the top, you can. I had a few threads. I, I yeah. had some in my neck. I had some above my knees. We've been like on this journey together.
2: i, like, I was like, I just want to be your buddy I all. Like, do whatever. Keep let's putting them in. It's, keep putting them in. It's kind of like they're like acupuncture needles. So when people see them on Instagram, it looks like it's very scary. But if you were to look at acupuncture, that could technically look scary as well because there are these long needles. Oh, It's but, not scary at all. But I the mean, point like, is, just, that yeah. like they might be long. They're so skinny, and really the only pain is like right when it goes through your skin. But I numb the area first. Yeah, I've, I've never felt any pain. Yeah, with anything that we've done, like I, and so just don't. Each time they're put under there, you're creating like a thicker skin so it's kind of like when we're kids we have thicker skin right yeah. um and as we age our skin gets thinner so it's it's as if you're wearing a silk dress when you're wearing a silk dress and you sit down for i don't know 10 minutes you stand up and you will have wrinkles, wrinkles in that no drink. matter what yeah no matter what it's thin material it's going to wrinkle really easily if you were wearing a velvet or like a leather dress yeah super thick you stand up and those there's not really like any lines left because they kind of, the material is so your thick. So you happy it doesn't lines. like
0: create them in the in right. first So place. that's
2: like children's skin, right? So what I'm trying to do with the threads is little by little put them underneath the skin in a really even fashion. And and there's a there's a method to the madness. And um and then let them dissolve in order to create a thicker skin, like a thicker yeah, material. Absolutely.
0: And one of my favorite things about you, Chrissy, is that you you try things on yourself first. Yes. Like I've seen, I've videotaped her putting threads in her own
2: face Underneath And mean like, my eyes. Yes. And I was like, don't, I don't, <laughs> like, Should I do it? I'm like, I don't know. I don't. I don't know. But yeah. But, but really, they're so safe because know, you can't. It's not are. like filler. Filler, you can get into a vessel. You yep. can cause a vascular occlusion. You can cause different problems. But really, with threads, they're proven to be safe for you know thirty over thirty five years. Yep. They are. Um, they can't get into a vessel. The worst that might happen was, you know, you might have a bruise, right? But it's nothing. There's no long term damage that's going to happen. So I think that threads are definitely Re- the like way of the future. Replacing, filler. absolutely, and there, filler can be scary. Yeah. Well, also, filler can give your face that like puffy, mushy, marshmallowy look. Yes. And and when really what we're trying to do is we're trying to thicken your dermis. We want to make your skin more like velvet and less like silk, as far as thickness. No, goes, it makes right? sense. Smooth like, with silk, but thick as velvet. Yes. It's yeah. true. So
0: do you think now with all your studies, you're constantly training somebody for something? Absolutely. Do you think that it's we're going to kind of see this trend towards maybe people not doing the filler so much?
2: People- I think so. I definitely think so. Um, threads I mean, I remember my, so my dad's a plastic surgeon. So I remember I've gone to these plastic surgery conferences with him and I've been injecting for 15 years. So I've been going to all the plastic surgery conferences with him for so many years. And I remember about, I don't know, maybe eight years ago being at one of these conferences and there was a really small booth in the corner, like in the cheap seats. And there's two little Korean girls there. They hardly spoke any English and they had these threads. And I remember thinking, what are they trying to sell us? Like these poor girls flew all the way over here and you know, they have something that, and now I'm looking back going, Oh, I wish I would have invested in their company. But they've been doing threads like in
0: Russia and in, um, what do you call it? Eastern Europe Europe, Eastern Europe for a really, really long I know, time.
2: I know. Like there's everyone so far ahead of us. Yeah, and then so uh, that's my next stop. So I'm going to London tomorrow and they're doing, they're even doing things over there that London's, we don't have yeah, here. London Something is, called Profilo. Yes. We I'm we were obsessed. I sent you the YouTube videos.
0: Yeah. Um, yes, and there's I, so
2: many things. And so I'm doing this collaboration with, um, with the clinic over there. And then I'm it's just gonna it's gonna be amazing and then bringing back all that stuff and we I like to like cross-pollinate ideal ideas you're always
0: learning you You have your own skincare I feel like the best thing about you is you try things on yourself you're always eager to learn more Mm -hmm. sometimes like I gave you ginkgo biloba because I like you are so busy you're forgetting shit I know
2: everything but I've I've like overloaded my brain but I'm like I'm like half science nerd and half fun girl no, but you really are. I, it's it's I've this seen weird like, dichotomy. Tequila, Chrissy, right? We're doing burpees and high That's, heels. Burpees in high heels, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, like one handed push ups yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But very then hot, the fun. other the other side of me is like this super nerd that gets I like deep dive into scientific so, journals, yeah. and then I'm like, wait, what time is it? Oh, it's two a.m. I should probably go to sleep.
0: No, yeah, you like you 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 crave knowledge. I think it is. It's, it's something that I. I respect so much and I watch I know that you're gonna have the best, the first, and you have all the answers. And it's, we're gonna try it. I'm like, let's do it on me. <laughs> yeah. It. I'm like, you're a guinea pig for half the stuff, but it's really exciting the threads. Like, I my know. friend in Miami just sent me a picture. Uh huh. And, you know, I had a, well, you didn't do it. That's why I had an issue with it. Um, I had a thread lift when it first came out here. Right. And I had, it wasn't
2: here in LA. wasn't it? No, it was somewhere? in Detroit.
0: But yeah. I had it, and I got infected on yes. three spots on my face yes. because they were not put in properly and they exactly. were too shallow. And uh-huh. I had to go and I had I have I'm going to send Ryan the picture of that for this pod because it was frightening. So
2: when I train people to do threads, um, the most important so so getting it in the right position is is very important. Obviously, for it to work, so we, we always want it to work, but we want it to work and we want you to have no problems after right. like no infections right so when I train people, the most important thing is when you're u- using these um, lifting threads, the ones that have the little grips barbs, on that pull, yeah. yeah they we used to call them barbs. Now oh. I call them little grippers because oh, barbs okay. is kind of scary. Oh, okay. oh, I don't so little scary. grippers or uh, uh, like a Velcro, right? Oh, okay. So when you put those in and they kind of, they stick out the skin because they're extra long and so you have to trim them in order to, you know, not have these whiskers sticking out of your skin. Yeah. It is so important that you, when you trim them, you trim them correctly because if you don't and if you if they're too superficial they will stick out like almost like a little pimple and cause an infection that's exactly what happened yeah and then like the skin like
0: divoted in it wasn't pulled out Mm -hmm. and i called you immediately when Mm i got home i was like what the fuck do i do yeah that's that's a bad situation no it was bad i mean it was really bad but like leave it to me of course it's gonna happen to me Um, No, but I really do. I feel like you're on, you know, on top of everything right now. Mm. You're doing all of these threads. You really don't have a ton of time for you. And guys, she's very, very hot. (laughs) So she's hot. She's smart. And she's got a cute dog that my dog just tried to kill. (laughs)
2: I feel like once this, once I get everything kind of organized and and I've got an assistant now, so that's helping me. Finally, out a lot. I know. And um, just the whole my skincare line got sold out, and so then I'm now I'm trying to find a new um, manufacturer for the for the packaging, and that's just taking longer than I thought. And so once all that is kind of established and set. Then I can have time for myself and my friends and life. Can people find, can they go on uh, your, do you have a website? I have a website, which is my name, Christina Kitsos. So it's K-R-I-S-T-I-N-A. And then my last name, which is K-I-T-S like Sam, O-S like Sam, Kitsos. And that's my website and my Instagram.
0: And that's where you can, you can order the products on the website? Yes,
2: it's. They're not going to be um, fulfilled for about three weeks, but you can but definitely pre order. We, we pre-order, love a pre order. And that
0: yes. was the serum that you gave me with the niacin. Yes, I actually brought you another one. Oh, I have yay! a couple I little
2: samples left and I was like, found it. I'm like, mm. I'm going to bring this.
0: No, I really did. Um, I No, everything that you've, I've really implemented all of your recommendations in my life with the collagen powder. Yes. All of the stuff. I mean, it, it just, it really does. I mean, yeah, you don't drink, I drink. So that's,
2: yeah. But kind this of, is the thing. Hard. I want to thrive, not just survive. Right. And so, you can go along with your everyday, you know, routine and and just kind of go in in Stuck second in gear yeah. or you can really amp it up and kind of it's like biohacking like okay, what what could what would be the best situation for me to ingest, for me to do, for me to, you know, inject all these different things, it's, it supplements, it's what you eat, it's it's thoughts in your head and it's exercise and it's, you know, having And this is where I've been a little bit bad, but having good time for your personal relationships and, you know, personal self-care. I haven't seen you at three months. I know. And so I feel like there's – it's like a five-point star. And if you can kind of get all those things good and healthy, it shows. No, it definitely does.
0: I think think it's very hard for people to find balance, especially in Mm -hmm. this town, which is very difficult. But I think you do a really great job of it. And I feel like you should do some – you know, you do some videos on your Instagram. But I feel like you should do some just – wellness videos you
2: know what i was just talking to um the person that does my filming today about that and about putting those on youtube and because there's so many things that i do like on a daily basis as far as supplements like i have a i have an amazon page where i show all the different supplements i buy and um products i use you don't have to always buy like the most expensive products there are some things i it's kind of like, I have a Neiman Marcus target mentality. I love both stores of for course. different reasons, right? Yeah. So everything you buy doesn't have to be Neiman Marcus, like super expensive, but then there's some things that you just definitely you need cannot to get at yeah. target. So you yeah. have to make sure that you understand. And also like with lasers, there's certain lasers that you should definitely invest in for your skin. And there's other ones that might have like either no effect or a very limited effect or, or it could be, be waiting. yeah, or be the opposite. Bad. exactly Yeah, be bad.
0: So what, what are the newest, like, what are you what laser are you liking right now so what?
2: just yesterday i demoed this new it's it's, it's similar to profound Ugh. i know i know i had a bad experience with profound people i should, should have bad please, i did not do that with you but no with someone else um but this is it's very it's similar but I was actually testing it for off of the face because when you, the one place you really don't want to lose fat mm-hmm. is your face, right? Yep. That's what radio so, frequency does. Exactly. So, radio frequency, and, and so knowing that and knowing where you want to lose fat and where you don't want to lose fat, if you're using a radio frequency microneedling machine, which is kind of like, it's like the size of a quarter, right? And there's maybe 25 little uh, needles in it and this machine pushes those needles into your skin well you have numbing cream on before and yeah it doesn't hurt I I I'm yeah like, that's aggressive um don't do it so well don't do it on your face don't do it on your face if you want okay hold on treatment but what if you're if you really have a heavy fat, if you have face, a fat
0: face and you have like jowls or something just but i say do that do that area
2: not yeah me, i have a
0: really thin face already exactly and i like I've never had, I've never smoked in my life, and I had smoker lines after doing profound, and it's so depressing
2: because it melts some fat, yeah, but it melts. Right? I didn't have fat and to you melt, you can't so it melts afford my collagen. You can't afford to lose fat. Yeah. Anywhere in your well, body, my my belly and <laughs> no, my, my love no, handles. No, oh no, yeah, no, girl. No, no, it, so nope, This girl is like one percent body fat. I can see Not it. Not right now. It's a bit chubby. <laughs> maybe, that's why your face looks so good, though. Because I'm it looks fatter. So pretty. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Thank you. No, it's like all glowy. Um, but if you have an area like your face that's skinny, um, doing that kind of thing Stop. might be um might be like detrimental, right? But say you have just a little extra layer of fat on your stomach and your skin's getting a little loose. Crazy. It's kind of like, you know, around that belly button where the skin can kind of be like a sad face. And that's what I was telling the rep for this laser. I said, well, how do you make that go from a sad face to a happy face. And he was like, oh, you use this Morpheus laser. And so it has the radio frequency microneedles, but it goes down like four millimeters, which is where the fat resides. And then you triple pulse it and it literally heats it up and melts it. And then why do you just excrete it? Yeah, like naturally. And then, so what you do is you do the whole area with that. And then you go back in at two and three millimeters, which is more for skin tightening. Yeah, So it's kind of a double whammy. um, And it's... It's just painful enough where it's not fun, but it's not, wouldn't not prevent horrible. you from doing, doing it again, it. Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like, prob- I don't know, I don't have any kids, but it's probably like childbirth. Right? Oh, like, well, that's terrible. No, I and don't then think you, you kind of forget about it and you do it again. And you're like, wait, hold I on. I mean,
0: I I feel like I have a high pain tolerance, but it wasn't, I I feel like even profound, which is more intrusive, invasive wasn't horrible.
2: It wasn't horrible. No.
0: I think they numbed me though. So yeah. I don't know. Do you get numb it's with this? It's all about
2: numbing. I, so the rep told me just to put topical on and um, I don't think that that's enough. Yeah. So I was in there. We had like five doctors around and I was in there like injecting. Because the second you here. say
0: it hurts, no one wants to do it. Exactly. And that's like the hard part because I exactly. mean, it, it works. Like I can attest to the fact that the radio frequency melts your fucking fat in your face. Yeah, <laughs> absolutely. I mean, I spent a million dollars on fillers after just trying to get my volume back. Yes. And like, and it really... The um, it fucked up the integrity of my skin. Did it? Yeah, I I really was. I felt leathery, you oh, know. Wow. It was just so. I was. I would will say, just unless you have deep fat pockets, like, yeah, on your face where you have like actual fat in there, right? Um, I would just say spot treat. You yeah. Know?
2: Absolutely. Try it first because yeah. I,
0: I, you know me, I get gung ho. Oh, yeah. Um, but you
2: can also spot treat, like I inject Kybella into fatty areas.
0: Can't, so that's my question. Yeah. So, like, I read online, there's my friend actually just did her waistline with Kybella. Yeah, you can. She has the smallest waist I've ever really? seen. Really? It, and it's not lumpy, it's not anything.
2: I know. And it's like, really? Can it you? Works. It works. This right? is the thing it's a little expensive, but when you weigh the cost of. Going under the knife, you know, and going under anesthesia like, yeah. and then like the healing and the bruising from liposuction, you don't have to take time off. It's right. it's still a little bit sore Is and it, it will swell a little bit yeah, for, for like a week or two, but you can still go, go about your daily activities, right?
0: Now, for those of you that don't know, now Kybella, I know it's expensive, but isn't it the same as the mesotherapy that they used to do? They just gave it a brand name. Yes. It is, right? Yes. So, like, And so if
2: you go to other countries and get it, there's just... A, so Kybella is the brand name for the US. And in fact, in Canada, it's called Bell Kyra. So they just oh, like interesting. change the syllables around, right? So Bell Kyra, Kybella. And... It's um, all like Dextra. I can't ever say what it is. Um, Dextra, it's... Um, deoxycholic acid yes so it's and all that. so usually in other countries they'll use something called pcdc which is um pseudocolon esterase and deoxycholic acid acid and the pseudocolon esterase helps the deoxycholic acid to like permeate better and and it actually works a little bit better but but and so in if you get it done like in brazil or i don't know london in london or or thailand my sister lives in thailand and so i have a great clinic out there um all these different countries you can get it done for like a very, lot less very little less. i think
0: that a lot of people stick a brand name on something 100% and then they they like that's what's frustrating for me because i'm mm-hmm. like wait it's all the same because you know i read everything and i have yes. to I'm yes but and i buy it like online <laughs> okay and we won't we won't <laughs> but i mean i'm, I'm not like, for I, that no, by you you the have way no, she's i totally she she told that, me and i think it's not, to do not it, safe i don't tell and her about it people don't
2: realize if you inject filler. It is very, very possible that you can get it into a vessel and you will have permanent blindness. You could have permanent loss of hair on your forehead. You could have, um, like necrotic tissue so do not inject yourself don't don't do it <laughs> <laughs> I've I've been um I've done it and I've had to have you fix it so
0: I mean I'm just like I'm a do-it-yourselfer I like to try it DIY right DIY for everything I wonder it's if they I have do. that tv
2: show that's called like making it that where people are doing DIY I'm like hmm. I, mean,
0: I, I really I feel here. like <laughs> I watch you, I watch you do it all day long I'm like I could do that
2: I know right but, and I, I want to like, do a do do show it. about filler fails like like problems and then fixing it. So filler fail to holy oh, that, grail. That's I cute. Was thinking,
0: right? Well, you just gave it away to someone. Oh,
2: sorry. Nope.
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, but seriously, I mean, I feel like LA is like we've all kind of gone overboard on the fillers.
2: Which is why threads are so great because they don't add volume. They tighten your skin without giving you that like Stay puff Marshmallow, mushy, overfilled. I call right. it like the new race. It's and like people a new don't realize people. that the
0: filler it move
2: it can move up, up to like a centimeter yeah from where and you it put also it. there's certain fillers that um are very hydrophilic and that means that say you go out for sushi or you have a Bag of potato chips. Salt. The next morning you wake up and you're like, who is that, you know, smushy eyed person staring back at me in the mirror? Oh, wait, that's me. All that salt is going to these hydrophilic fillers that are just sucking up that water. Yeah. So um, that's why it's really important to go to someone that's really, um, That's been injecting for a long long time. time, That's very versed in all the different types of fillers and where to put, like there's people always ask me, you know, what fillers I like to use. And the answer is all of them. And for different reasons, some go underneath the eye, some go in the cheeks Some go in the jawline, some go in the necklace lines. We call it tech neck and it's these little skinny necklace lines around the neck. Some go in the chin, some in the lips. um, Some, I just did this guy's forehead yesterday and Is it the baby doll forehead thing? Yeah, I call it I the baby doll that. forehead. But he had this, it kind of like, you know those Neanderthals that have like a really, really strong brow? Yeah, yeah. His was so pronounced that it actually looked like, almost like there was, you could put a hot dog in there, <gasps> across. Oh, oh, wow. And so, I mean, it was, and he's on, he's a YouTuber, and so um, he was really kind of concerned about it. And it was definitely, it wasn't some, it was something that I definitely noticed and it bothered him. Uh, I would never bring anything up, but if it bothers someone, I'm- totally there to help them because I know how it goes I'm like what should we do yeah that's different um but we filled it not excessively we we lessened that kind of crater Mm -hmm. and he's over the moon he's so happy and i just make i just feel like if it can make you feel better about yourself you know that's my motto i want everything to be natural and i just want people to feel comfortable in their own skin i did this little uh he's 18 years old this boy man the other day and actually he's 17 a little bit in his nose and he wrote me the sweetest text message afterward it was like I want you to know that you changed my life. And I was always so insecure, especially when I would be sitting in my car with someone next to me, I would never want them to see my profile. And now I just feel like a new person and I don't feel insecure anymore. And you've you know, helped me to feel comfortable and so happy. And I thought, this is why I do what I do. Right. I get to make people happy. feel happy. It's yeah, And it's not about making them look all overdone. It's just Fixing little things that might bother them. Well, there's you know? a huge
0: correlation. I think when you look good, you feel good. Like, Absolutely. Like when I'm all made up and I
2: look in the mirror, I'm like, oh, yeah. I'm even happy. If, even if what you don't like, nobody else notices. Like right. I used to have really bad acne and I was Maybe. so embarrassed about it and I didn't go out for two years in my life, which is why I created my serum. And then I found out that the main ingredients in it are also really good for anti-aging and brown spots. It was kind of on accident. But... um it was so difficult for me because I couldn't go out. And yeah. I thought it's debil- it's every time it's I went out, I was like, they're staring at my in- ass. Exactly.
0: Even if they weren't. They weren't. So it's just it doesn't inside even matter if they job. were or
2: were not. If that's what I thought. It's crippling. It is crippling. It I've is debilitating. My parents were like, you are 24 years old. You need to go out. And I'm yeah. like, No. I'm not gonna I fall. think
0: that there's this I think this town especially is hard and you were grew up in Miami,
2: right? Or- San Diego and Miami Sa- back and forth.
0: I mean that's like it's those yeah. cities are based on
2: beautiful people. Yeah, they're always it's out difficult. in the beach and looking great Perfect. and happy and you know, at the gym and running Ugh. on the boardwalk and um it's when a lot you, of pressure. Yeah, when you don't when you have acne on all over your face. Yeah, or even if it's just like two, you think that that's what everyone's doing. Oh, I was convinced. You can't get ready, and like the longer you take to get ready, the more like Mm -hmm. depressed you get. And And then what it does is it creates anxiety, and then anxiety cortisol creates cortisol, and cortisol is a stress hormone that creates inflammation, and then inflammation causes more acne, and it is this cycle that just and then you pick at it, and you think you're fixing it, but you're actually introducing more bacteria, and then you freak out about that, so more cortisol is released, and it's this never ending like horrible series of events. Like, that, I think that people yeah. don't
0: realize like we, we were, I was speaking earlier with this dream analyst, 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 analyst. I'm oh, no, sorry. Oh, um, you had a dream analyst here? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, she's like, she's like big awesome. deal. Yeah. She's cool. Um, But she was saying like the power of our brain is yes. like we, like we can, when I get my psoriasis breakouts, that's all I think about. So yes, it makes it worse, exactly. And so it's like it's a it's it's an inside job. I'm just like, okay, it's on my face. It's on my, I'm getting worse and worse. Like I literally will get up and look at the mirror every ten minutes to see if it gets better. Yeah. And it's like not it's actually better. making it worse. It's making it worse, yes. and people don't realize that. Like we do this to ourselves. If yes. we can get outside, take a walk, breathe, yes. sing to a song. Because if you're singing, oh that means gosh. you're breathing. Yes. In the car, and when I'm stressed, especially with I with my psoriasis on my face, I hold my breath. Yeah. And that
2: causes Decrease, cortisol. Uh-huh. Exactly. Decrease it, oxygenation it's, to it's, your It's cells. like you're
0: putting your, your body into, um, what is it called when you die? Um, rigor mortis. Yeah. Right? So it's, um, yeah, yeah, I have a really, I mean, I have a very clear idea of what I'm not supposed to do, but right. it's hard not to do it's it. It's
2: hard not to, absolutely. Pardon me. Yeah. yeah, it
0: is. mean, I think for anyone out there, if we could give any advice, just just to be
2: aware of that. Absolutely. So, you know, you're causing it and uh-huh. to breathe, right? Absolutely. Breathe and then think of something that makes you happy. Yeah. It's just like, um, what was it? The Sound of Music or Mary Poppins, where it's that song, Raindrops on Roses and Whiskers on Kittens. Oh, like, yeah. these are a few of my favorite things. You can't not smile when you hear that. You're like, yeah, that is smart. But whatever makes you smile, yeah. maybe it's a fun um. Song, maybe it's your animal, maybe it's your kid, maybe it's, not it's the kid. whatever <laughs> <laughs> whatever makes you smile. Maybe a big, huge dick. Scum- <laughs> I was gonna say cupcake. <laughs> I didn't mean to say cock. No, like, oh. no, I was gonna say cupcake. I'm obviously very single, so <laughs> <I'm> like, <laughs> well, then you might want the other. I know. I it's, it's just been so long, so uh, I, I know. think that. Those- I mean no. <laughs> Time. Trust me. Um, but think of something happy or fun or call a friend that you know is going to just go, girl, get out of it or guy, get out of it. Just come over and, you know, just, grab a I coffee think, or like, come and have out of drink or something. something the, whatever is it hardest is. It's part, right? It's, it's so, so hard. I think, yeah. You can think yourself better like, or worse. Yeah. Right?
0: Because yeah, I remember we did a thread at one point and I was freaking out about it because I was like worried because I had the infection from before right, the other Right, rate. right, So I kept calling you, like, Brandy, you're going to cause you're going to cause it. To right, be inflamed. Right, right. We're going to cause an infection. Yeah. With your worrying, you need to like relax, go for a walk, like chill, watch a TV yes. show. And I really was talking myself into something yeah. that was, then once I started breathing through it, I was like, oh, it's fine. That's exactly. good. Got this. Exactly. So what now getting into, I mean, this kind of stuff is expensive. Yes,
2: it is. It is. But again, I think there's certain things that are worth um, investing your money in, right? Like yourself. Exactly. So this is the thing you wear your face, you wear your body every day. I, I think that if you're going to do something, make sure that it's something that's going to have like some good long-term effects and make sure that it's something that has been proven. And the person that you're going to is, um, has a lot of experience because a Like, for example, I do this microneedling with PRP and I've had people come to me and they said, well, you know, when I did my PRP, it wasn't even red. And so you have to make sure that you go to someone that's going to be, it's like walking a tightrope. You have to be aggressive enough to make a a difference in the skin, but not so aggressive that you're causing like a ton of downtime. And then if you're not aggressive enough, then you're not going to have any results. So it takes a few years of... Of consistent experience with these kind of modalities to really know, to be able to assess someone's skin, to be able to look at it. Like I can look at somebody's skin and um, I can tell. And then I talk to them and I see kind of their personality. Yeah. And I always know when I have my Russian patients come in and they're I'm like, okay, we're going to do this and you can't move and you can't do whatever I tell them to do. They're like, okay. And I know. They're going to follow. Gonna they're regimented. Up. Right? And then other people go, okay, yeah, no sure. problem. And I'm like, they're not really going to follow the attention. rules here. So um, you have to make sure that when you do something, you do it strong enough to make a you know, a difference. Yeah. And then also I, I assess each person to see, okay, how much can they really tolerate? What are their expectations? Um, how much downtime can they tolerate? And then I kind of give them like the most powerful treatment based on all those Persons. criteria. Yeah.
0: And one thing I really like about you is I brought my friends to you and they have an idea of what they want. Yeah. And like, I want to put filler under my eyes and I've had you, because that would, you know, that would cost them a lot of money. You'd make a right. lot of money, but I've had you tell them no. And that's just something that I like, I tell people you know, know a I, lot.
2: Yeah, which is good. I think because you're like, or I'll tell them, wait. It, like, it wasn't like, going to work. You no, know, it's not going to be that big of a boom right now. So let's wait three months. When you come back next time, let's reassess it. Because um, to me, when I have patients come in, they're. They become my friends. They're yeah, my course. clients for, for good. That's how we met. Right,
0: exactly. they yeah, well through a friend, but yeah, close. Yeah. But yeah, and
2: so I want you to invest in your – I want to be like fully invested in you as well. So I want my – I'm looking at like the long-term goal. So for me, it's more like, okay, we're going to climb Mount Everest together. It's not just we're going to take a walk today together. This is this is a journey, yeah, right? absolutely. And so I want to walk you down that path and go, okay, this, use that. No, that that's a waste of money. This one is – expensive but worth it this one is cheap but it just does just as good of a job and so i'll do that with products with lasers with with um fillers with even with you know botox and and um it's it's that it's that relationship and i have i really want like my goal is when i see people out i want you to be able to look glowy with no makeup on
0: but i mean that's 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 the goal i mean the thing is people are walking around like it's almost like you have your business card on them
2: absolutely because like
0: Everything that if they don't, if
2: they look bad, you look bad. That's why a lot of times when they say, you know, I want this done and I'll say no, because to me it, it's, it's too much or it would right. look awkward or it would look unbalanced. I had someone actually in the office this morning and she just wanted filler um, in her cheek and under her eye. And what she didn't realize was the entire side of her jawbone was really, really. So as we get, as we get older, our, our, our mandible, the, our, um, our jawbone, this maxilla that, that, um it's like the corner of your jaw, yeah, that bone actually there. decreases in size, right? So by putting some filler in there and re-volumizing it, it can it can actually tighten up your lower face, yes. which is that jawline yeah. filler that it's all over Instagram right now. So she was she was kind of adamant about not wanting that. So then I took a video, like a 360 video, and she looked at it and she goes, oh my gosh, I never noticed that. Because when people look at themselves, they usually just straight look on. straight on, but no one else looks at you all the time straight on. And what they don't realize is that because our skull actually shrinks as we get older and our face... The skin right. falls. sags a little, yeah. right? So it's kind of like if you lose weight, your your clothes will sag. So your the physical size of your skull is getting smaller. Yeah. And then that's just exacerbating that whole sagginess of your skin. So it's it's so much more than just filling up cheeks or filling up lips. You have to really look at the skull in a 360 degrees um, degree view and then know, I've done a bunch of cadaver classes where we actually dissect cadavers and we see like all the different layers of skin. And and plus I've worked in plastic surgery. I mean, since I was seven watching my dad do facelifts every day after school. And um, so I have a really intimate knowledge of each different layer of skin and muscle and nerves and bones and all this kind of stuff. And so when you put filler in to bolster up bones that have been diminishing over time, It makes you look like you used to, like ten years ago. So I'm not changing the way anyone looks. I'm just rewinding time a little bit, and I think that's the difference between, you know, just going in. I mean, that's what
0: the people don't know that that's what they they, want. They don't know that that's what they want. They're like, I just need big cheeks. No, No. you're gonna
2: look like one of those puppets that has these huge cheeks, and everything else is like unbalanced. So for me, it's all about balance and symmetry, and you know, making people look like their most the best version of themselves. Yeah, not, not different. Right. So you don't want to look
0: like a different person. You want to look like, a, the, like you 10
2: years ago. Exactly. I have one of my clients that I've been seeing for like the last 10 years. It's funny because I, I inject her all the time and I was out to dinner with her and her husband um, a few months ago. And her husband said, I'm so glad my wife isn't one of those people that gets all those injections. And I thought, <laughs> I just looked over at her and I kind of gave her a little smile. Like, and we were both, yeah. And and the truth is she, you would never notice. Right, you would never know it. It goes a long way. Mm-hmm. And I think like, A little bit put precisely the right place, place, you know, and then knowing all the tools that you have and using threads and filler and PRP and microneedling and, you know, IPL laser and, um all the different modalities that we have. Botox in the neck, Botox in the I chin. Know, I need that right now. Um, even a teeny bit of Botox in the upper lip to give that little lip flip. Yeah, I love that. It's amazing, you know? You're making me want it all. I know. <laughs> it's very,
0: I'm like, it's like so salimating. tempting. It's
2: so tempting. No, it
0: is. Like, I, like, I couldn't – I mean, I do it all to myself. Not all of it. Yeah. I don't do certain things. But <laughs> I sit around doing it anyway because I just love it. It's, yeah. it's, it's, it does give you that pick-me-up. But – you also need to go to somebody who's trained and knows what they're doing. Absolutely. And it's not me. Exactly, just that's, that's definitely not yeah. me. But if people want to find you, where can they find you? On I, mean, I know Instagram, but inst- where's your? You
2: have an office here. I have an office in Beverly Hills. Um, it is with Dr. Orden. He's on that TV show, The Doctors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh, he's yeah, awesome. I love him. He's super sweet. And Dr. Chopra, Dr. Orden and Chopra are there. Oh, nice. Yeah, they're oh, great, amazing. great, great guys. And um, it's in Beverly Hills on um, North Roxbury. And you for, can find her on Instagram yeah, and, and Twitter Christina and Facebook.
0: Kinsos. And you can go get her serum on three weeks though on her. Uh, uh, dot com, Christina Chris, I can't say it, Christina Yeah. And you guys, she's the best in town. She's Aww. very fucking busy though. It's kind of annoying. I haven't yeah. seen her in three months, and she's one of my best friends. Anyway. Thanks for listening to Brandy Glanville <laughs> <laughs> Unfiltered. Download That's new episodes awesome. every week. Is that it? And if you haven't already, subscribe. Oh, oh my god and Be sure to leave us a rating and review. And while you're at it, check out some
1: of the other great shows available on Straw Hut Media.